Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. Hi, my name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 95. Today, I'll be interviewing Erica Blitt, parent and creator of My Heart Books. Erica resides in Harrison, New York, with her husband, Matthew, and her two children, Brandon and Skylar. Brandon was born with a rare genetic disorder, which caused a number of medical issues and developmental delays. When her two-year-old daughter started asking questions about why her older brother didn't speak, Erica decided to write my brother, Brandon, to help explain Brandon to her. Years later, after seeing how much this helped her young daughter, Erica founded My Heart Books, which is an online resource where you can create a fully customized children's book about someone you love with special needs. Thank you so much for being here today, Erica. And um, just to let you know, just to go to Erica's website, which is myheartbooks.com, where you can make a customized book, where we're going to talk about it today. Um, And also just, I think, resources and information for parents who um, have children with different um, complex communication needs and other various disabilities. So, um, so welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So the first thing I thought we could start off with just was we talked, talked a little bit in the intro about how you started My Heart Books, um, but maybe talking a little bit more of an explanation about how you just created that first book and how it went from the first book to, you know, really thinking about, you know, starting this business? Yeah. So, you know, like you mentioned, um, when my daughter was very young, she started asking questions about Brandon and it was in a very sweet, innocent way. Um, You know, she adored her older brother, but she was speaking. I mean, I think she was even younger than two at the time and her older brother didn't. So just natural curiosity of a child. And I gave a very simplistic answer at the time, kind of telling her, well, you know, you were in my belly for nine months. Brandon was only in my belly for seven months. His brain didn't get a chance to develop the same way that yours did. And we knew that over the years, this explanation would need to expand as she got older. So, you know, I've always turned to children's books to answer the endless questions that kids have. And, um, I spoke with Brandon School at the time and I said, can we create like a little sort of my brother Brandon book to help explain Brandon to Skylar? And it really was just very simple kind of stick figures, um, just a few things about, you know, Brandon not speaking and why he doesn't. And, you know, Brandon is a complicated kid because at the time he did not have a diagnosis. Um, It was just called global developmental delays, which a lot of kids do have. He later, at the age of 10, finally did get a genetics diagnosis, um, which is called MED13L. I think it just, it really gives us a a label for things. It doesn't really change much about Brandon. Um, I think that label was kind of more helpful for my daughter in understanding everything. But there are a lot of kids like Brandon that maybe don't have an autism diagnosis or a Down syndrome diagnosis. And it is challenging to explain it. I think it's hard for an adult to understand everything, let alone a child. So we made this really simple book. And then Skylar said, can we add pictures of us into the book? And we kind of kept expanding the book. And of course, it became her favorite book because it was about her and Brandon. 
So then when she was in preschool, she was um, three turning four years old. The school was doing a, um, a parent day where you could come in and talk about your job. You could play an instrument, you know, whatever you want to do. And I said, you know what? This would be a great opportunity to talk about branding and understanding and accepting differences. So we adapted the My Brother Brandon book to make it for her classmates and kind of talked about things and how we can be kind to each other, let the kids ask questions, and we played a game. And so because Brandon is nonverbal, we decided to do a turn your voices off game. And the teacher at the time said to me, good luck getting these three and four-year-olds to be quiet. And I was like, okay, we'll see. And so basically what we did was we had a picture of a house and then different pieces of construction paper cut out in different shapes and the kids were put in pairs of two. And they had to recreate this picture of working together, not being able to speak. And so prior to the project, I spoke with the kids about how some of the ways Brandon communicates, how he made gesture or he has some simple signs. And, you know, that really excited the kids because a lot of them learned sign language when they were babies, you know, squeezing a bottle to ask for milk or little simple things. So we did it. Every kid was totally silent. It was such a, you know, they worked together doing all the different things. Um, I mean, the teacher was basically like, you come every day. I, I've never seen these kids be so quiet in my life. Um, and then the amazing thing was afterwards, the feedback that I got from the parents. So, I, you know, I didn't expect it, but then literally afterwards, Every single parent and the school staff reached out to me and was like, oh, my God, this was so amazing. My child came home and was talking about it. And they were saying, remember when I used to sign when I was younger and Brandon does this. And, um, you know, and at this age, I mean, kids come home from preschool. You ask how your day was. You do not get a lot of information. So that was really um, special to me. And I kind of realized that we had something at that point. So. I continue to do the workshops each year. And it was very interesting to me to kind of see the differences with the kids as they got older. And where at three and four, maybe they didn't notice differences so much. As they started getting older, they would notice the differences. And that's really why I've always been of the mindset that it's so important to get to kids at an early age. I always say the younger, the better. Acceptance is more natural at a younger age. You know, as adults, we're all taught to be nice and kind. Well, hopefully most are. And, you know, um, but it really is natural. I mean, even watching Brandon and Skylar's relationship together, you know, I've learned so much from my two children. So I just, I mean, I could say numerous examples of the difference that it made. I mean, we had an example the next year where there was a little girl in the class who she just got it. You know, she had been around Brandon for the past couple of years, totally accepting of him. And then her older brother, I mean, not her older brother, her older sister had seen Brandon. And, you know, Brandon can have some odd gestures. He may stick his tongue out sometimes. He could drool, you know, the fact that he was not speaking at nine years old is confusing to children. And the sister was making some kind of rude comments to her sister. And it was the younger one that explained Brandon to her, which was so amazing to me. And it's, you know, you don't really realize the impact that you have when you're doing something. And then hearing these stories, you realize that it really, even at such a young age, they get it. 
And, you know, I think it needs to be carried on every year, but it just becomes much more innate, which is so important. Um, so this was going on. And so now at this point, you know, I have this book on my phone and we were at friend's house that we've known for years since before the kids were born. The children knew Brandon for a very long time. I think um, the daughter at the time maybe was four or so and um, the son was maybe a little, I think the daughter was five or six. I think the son was four. So again, he's getting to that age where he's starting to notice differences a little bit more. And where he'd always been great with Brandon in the past. Now this time, and what Brandon will do is he will, he loves being around kids, but he doesn't know how to play productively. So he'll follow kids around. And this kid, and especially another boy, he's very excited about. So this kid was getting annoyed that Brandon kept following him around. Brandon, get away from me, was not being very kind. To no fault of the parents, they were doing all the right things. You could tell they felt terrible and, you know, we're trying everything. Nothing is working. And then finally, I remembered we had the My Brother Brandon book on my phone. And I said, hey, guys, do you want to hear a book about Brandon and Skylar? And, you know, they got so excited because it's so fun to see something about somebody that you know. And we read the book and it was like a game changer. And right after that, we were able to get the boys engaged in a game of catch together. And it changed, it just changed everything. And so then after that was kind of when I had my aha moment and I was like, you know what, this has really been such a positive experience for our family because it it can be challenging when you do have a child with a disability being out in the community, you know, there are stairs, um, even, you know, I think parents, caregivers don't always know the right thing to say. And, you know, I've been out where, nannies or parents will say to their child, oh, don't stare. And, you know, that makes it more uncomfortable, honestly. It's like you you can ask questions. There's nothing wrong with that as long as it's asked in a kind, nice way. And I said, you know, doing this book and doing these workshops for my daughter's class because, yes, it was for Brandon, but it was also for my daughter because Brandon, you know, he doesn't understand everything. And so when kids are maybe staring at him or walking away, that doesn't bother him. That bothers my daughter more. Now, that's not the case for every kid, but this is just, you know, specifically for Brandon. So something that really helped the two of them and made it more comfortable for our family being out in the community, you know, out of the park. We've done workshops at the temple, at the Hebrew school. So really, everybody got to know Brandon so well. It was almost like he was a mini celebrity in a way, and it made it very comfortable. I thought this has been so great for our family. Every family should be able to have this experience. There is no reason anybody should feel uncomfortable because the fact of it is one out of every four kids has some kind of mm-hmm. learning disability or disability. I mean, it's the numbers are high, just not everybody is out in the community. So, so it would be so great to make this in a way that everybody could use it. But there's so many different things. I mean, you know, if you look at the IEP classifications, which, you know, for people that aren't familiar is your individualized education plan, there's a billion different classifications. You know, as I mentioned, Brandon has the global developmental delays. There's autism. There's downstream. I mean, there's there's 5 billion genetic disorders. There's so many different things. So I said, how can we create something that would work for everybody? And I didn't want it to just focus on deficits, but the positives. And, you know, that's what our book always did. So it's, yes, 
Brandon doesn't know how to speak, but he can also do all of these other wonderful things. And these are ways that we can help him. And isn't it amazing that it's so hard for him to do some of these things, but he works extra, extra hard to make things easy for him. And that's really even smarter in some ways. So took a while to kind of come up with how to implement this and decided the best way to do it was through building a website. And I had to work with developers and kind of came up with this template. You know, I hired an illustrator to do all the designs and we created characters so people could build their own characters to look like their children and really tried to make it as inclusive as possible. Um, You know, you can do a wheelchair, you can do glasses. I mean, it does not have everything just because the number of iterations was just impossible. So, you know, we don't have a cochlear implant, we don't have orthotics, you know, it's something that could always be added in the future, but was hard to add everything. But then when we did the questionnaire, which is really kind of the meat and potatoes of the template where it does have drop down choices. So I really, I wanted this to be simple. So it was not a lot of work. So making the characters is super fun. It's like making an avatar. Um, You can even put your own pictures in the book. And then the questionnaire populates into your own story. So, you know, the challenge was obviously making it very inclusive in the questionnaire. And so I worked with, you know, different therapists to make sure we included everything. We went through all the different IEP classifications and the wording is very child-friendly. So it doesn't say, oh, so-and-so is stimming. It's going to say he's flapping his hands, spinning around in a more, you know, in childlike words. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So just to talk about the questionnaire, the questionnaire, um, that must have been a really, you know, long process in creating how many differences. Um, But just to kind of guide parents who want to or teachers um, or even just, you know, caregivers who want to create this book for for somebody. um, Like how many questions like what is the questionnaire like? So if you go through that. Yeah. So there's just, there's 12 questions. Um, I can read you some of the questions. So for example, the first question would be, what is whoever you're writing the book about greatest challenge? And then, you know, there's a whole different number of choices. So you've got things like ambulation, which is not able to walk, um, nonverbal, blindness, deafness, um, cognitive impairment, social interaction, obsessive compulsive. I mean, the list goes on through the different things. Um, Then we have a question where um, it's describe the challenge because different people are comfortable with describing things in different ways. So for myself, my book about Brandon says Brandon's brain forgot to teach him how to speak. Some people may not necessarily like that. So there's that option of so-and-so's brain forgot to teach them how to do whichever um, they answered in the first question of their greatest challenge. Or it could be Brandon isn't able to speak. So again, it's isn't able to or brain forgot to. So you're given that choice of how you want the language to be in the book. Right. And I also think it's a really nice process to do with your child because I think a lot it's, of the kids can, you know, I guess given like given the situation or each specific person, but I think getting your child involved um, to, you know, to help you make the avatar, 
to talk about um, some of the things that they prefer, or they like, or they don't like in the book could also be a great process. So it just, you know, good for the child, good for the family. Um, and also just like, like you said, like a great tool for the classroom, I think, because in the beginning of the year, I know it's, you know, the summer right now, but for any of those teachers listening for the fall, um, you know, having a book like that would be a really, would be a really helpful resource for other students to learn about maybe a child in their classroom that yeah. you know, has differences. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with everything, you know, and that was the other thing. It is such a great thing to do with your kids and, you know, depending on your kid's ability, you can build it with your child that has special needs, or you could build it with the sibling that doesn't or both. I mean, um, you know, for Brandon, it's a little challenging for him to do it, but like me and Skylar would do it all the time. And she would, I mean, she's made so many different versions of it. And his version has changed over the years, honestly. And then the school thing is a great thing. And it's even something that's really great, you know, when there's integrated classes, because it's even a project that the kids can do together, which is really nice. Exactly. Um, How many pages are in the book? The book is probably about 22 pages. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it tells their story, but then at the end, kind of what I included, which was really important to me, there's sort of a page that says, continue the conversation, which is kind of discussing how are we the same? How are we different? How can I be a good friend to someone like whoever you're writing your book about? And then there's a page, which this was really important, as we discussed earlier, how parents and caregivers don't always know the right things to say, uh, you know, of typically developing kids. So there is a note to parents and caregivers giving different talking points and ways that you can discuss this with your children, which I thought was really important to have. And then the last page is kind of fun for the kids, which is their own page. It's a blank page that they can say or write anything they want about the person, the books, about whether they want to draw a picture, write their own story. So I tried to make it as interactive as possible um, and really to keep it positive as well. So, you know, we were talking about the questionnaire, you know, some of the questions are, what do you love about? What do you, how do you guys have fun together? Um, And there's, you know, what is the most amazing thing about this person? So there's a lot of different choices and it's all drop down. So it's very easy to answer. It's kind of the work's done for you. Right. Because it's not all about the disability. It's also about the ability. That's the other thing. Right. And, and that's, I think what's so great is to emphasize that in the book, because um, we can't be defined by a label. Right. It doesn't define who you are. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's really important. So if you could talk a little bit about the pre-made books that are available on Amazon. Yeah. So those books are, all those. yeah, there's about five different books and they're on Amazon and they're on the website as well. Um, so there is, um, you know, there is a book about, there's the My Brother Brandon book, you know, which was our book. And that's, you know, about Brandon, who's nonverbal and has other developmental delays. We have um, my son, Evan, who has autism, Um, my friend, Samantha, who has a learning disability, and my aunt, Helen, who is deaf and she's unable to walk, and then my cousin, Ryan, who's blind. So they're all kind of made using the same template and everything. And the reason that I decided to put the pre-made books out there, I think, For some people, maybe if they don't want to take the time to make their own book or also for somebody that does not have a child or know somebody with a disability, I think it's a great 
book for everybody because, you know, listen, we all know inclusion and acceptance is all so important. And, you know, I personally always love to expose my kids to all types of differences and everything. And this is part of the world that we live in. So um, it's great for every parent. And then, you know, even for a parent that does, does have a child with a disability, again, if they don't want to make their own book, hopefully they can find one of these that relates to their child. And if not, they get to see how the book looks because it's the same template and then they can create their own if it doesn't fit any of their needs. So there's a lot of options to make it work for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it seems so versatile. I just love the, I love the fact that you could customize it to what you want it to be. Um, but the, just thinking also those pre-made books may also be really good for classrooms. Like, let's just say if you don't have like a specific child in the class, but you want to talk about different differences, having that pre-made book, just talking about a specific character. Um, so how long does it take, let's say from the beginning to end? So a parent goes on and they create a book How long does it take before they receive the book? Um, It should take about seven to 10 days, um, depending on where you live, because they ship from New York. Um, So that's it. I mean, the process of making the book probably takes about 10 to 15 minutes, um, you know, give or take. So you want to set a little bit of time aside to do it. And then, yeah, they'll get it within a week, a little bit longer after they create the book. So it's pretty quick. So you can do a... And the other thing is, so, you know, that's for the soft cover or the hard cover, but there's also an ebook option, which that you would get right away. And the reason I did the ebook option was based on our experience, you know, that day that I did have my phone right on me. And listen, there are times where, you know, you're more comfortable talking and not talking, you know, as a parent. And if another child is maybe not being the kindest and where you have the stomach for it and a little bit more patience. And I think, that's something that's helpful to parents to even pull out, you know, when a kid is asking questions, maybe I don't have all the answers. Here's an easy, fun way to help understand my child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, um, I've actually made these books for all of my kids' cousins as well that are around the same age. And um, it's, it's made it easier, you know, doing family holidays and everything, you know, the kids all really understand Brandon more. Um, one of the kids' cousins even read her book to her class at school. And it was funny, after I had made the I heard her talking about Brandon, and she was describing him in such a sweet way. And I go, oh, and then afterwards, I was like, oh, my God, wait, that was the same language that we used in the book. So it really clicks. It helps a lot. I think that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's really just a wonderful idea and a great resource for parents. So any, any future ideas for the website? Yeah. I mean, I would love to, you know, as we grow, do more books. I think the possibilities are endless. You know, I love working with different families and kids. And I think so many families have different stories to tell and everything. I mean, there was a period even during COVID where my daughter was writing a lot of poetry and, you know, just about the two of them and everything. And I think it would be something nice to, get poems from different families um, and kids about their siblings. And I think that would even be a nice book to do or about people's different stories. Um, You know, this book is geared more for younger kids. Um, I would say it's probably best for like two to eight years old. I think it would be nice to do something for older kids eventually. You know, and then the other thing that we've kind of expanded on over the years is the school workshops. So like, as you were mentioning, you know, how the books are really helpful for classrooms, um, obviously, you know, I started out doing 
workshops that were personal to us within my kids' own classrooms and organizations. But as the site's grown, I've done it at other schools. So for example, you know, in the city, there's a private school that I was going to do workshops at and we created books um, for siblings that were at the school. They had brothers and sisters that had special needs and we made books about their siblings to be read in their class. And then the, book, the school had purchased extra copies of those books. Um, a lot of times the um, different organizations will buy the set of five books to keep as a resource for the classrooms. Um, so it's really, it's a great resource for schools. Um, you know, some places, depending on the budget, they'll buy copies for every kid in the class to bring home, which is really nice. Um, we have something that's also called an ambassador program for families that have made books. So they can kind of do the same workshops within their classrooms that we did. Because as I said, that was the whole idea. The whole idea is community and acceptance. And so, yes, we have our community, but I want other people to be able to do the same thing. And so, you know, obviously not everybody is comfortable doing it. So, you know, I created um, different games and different, you know, kind of PowerPoint presentations this way. Everybody is able to do it. And so like for us, I mentioned we did the turn your voices off game, but there's a a ton of different stuff that you can do. You know, suppose you have a sibling that can't hear, can't see. There are games that you can do that are related to that. So there's really a large variety of things that you can do. And then, you know, you do get the parent from time to time. That is, you know, I'm not a public speaker. I don't want to do this. We can always zoom with them, help them out. But it, it really is something that's so important to me to help as many people as possible through this. Yeah, I think that's all. I mean, because it's not just about the book. It's also about how you implement the book and how you right. implement the book. That's really important. Just one last question. Could you upload photos of a specific child to the book? Yes. So you do have the option for the cover and the dedication page. Um, that you could either upload your own picture or those characters that you're making for the book. Like if you don't want to upload your own picture, um, it would put the characters on the cover of the book. So you can definitely, um, yeah, you can put your own picture. You know, the one thing to note, you know, there's guidelines on the website, but just an easier way to understand it. When you do put your own picture, you know, you just want to take something from your cell phone that hasn't been altered. So don't do any prop pictures. If you change the direction or anything, then it just you know, technology, you know how it is. It gets complicated. It won't work. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I love having our own picture on the book. I think that's so special to have. And again, if it's, you know, too hard, if you're struggling with the picture, then you just use the characters. So either way it works. And you do get to write your own dedication in the book as well. It's really nice. Well, that sounds wonderful. I hope everybody goes to check it out, which is myhardbooks.com and definitely also get in touch with you as well if they have any questions. Um, so is there anything else you wanted to add before we finish up? No, I mean, I think that's really, you know, mainly everything. Um, you know, I get so happy personally. Any book that I see, I, my, my husband makes fun of me. I start crying when I read everybody's books. It gets emotional, but I just think it's, it is such a beautiful thing to have. And I love hearing from the parents or anybody that's made the books. Um, everybody's been really happy with it. And um, thank you so much for giving me the time to talk about everything. Well, it seems like it's just a really special, I've seen them before. They're really, really nice books. And I, like I said before, I just love like all the different ways you could customize it and 
and not just have it at home, but like we said, implement it into the classroom. And, you know, the summer is a good time to think about the class for next year that your child may be in, or maybe your child's sibling may be in, to think about how you could possibly maybe go in and do a workshop. Um, and if you were to buy a customized book over the summer. So it's, I think it's great. I love how you combine the two. That's great. Yeah. And even for, you know, think about family occasions, you know, when you're going in with the younger kids and everything with Thanksgiving and, you know, the holidays and everything coming up, I think it's really helpful, you know, to give to family members for those type of situations as well. Because you could change your book to, like we've done, We've done my brother, Brandon. We've done my cousin, Brandon. We've done my grandson, Brandon. I mean, that just, you know, is because my mom loves it. It's an amazing gift for a grandparent. Like, so there's a lot of ways that you can use it. And also just camp as well. It doesn't just have to be school. I know that comes yeah. up a lot where um, some of the kids are going to day camp and, you know, they want to be able to explain um, different, maybe to, to the camp counselors, to the other, you know, other campers in the group. So um, it's the beginning of the summer, so it's not too late to <laughs> think about it for camp. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Listen and learn with us at Language During Mealtime. Time.